Hi. Ben Matlock. You can go in your dress or in your underwear, but you get out of here now! Soybean oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, beef fat, lard, coconut. How long were you you knowing in the parked car? Oh, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor, come on! Mr. Matlock. Oh, Your Honor! Who was that on the phone? Unlocking Matlock. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Welcome to Unlocking Matlock, uh, the only comprehensive deep dive look into the hit television show Matlock starring Andy Griffith. Uh, I am your host and I am Joe Vargo and I'm joined by my co-host. Tony Grunwald. Hey, Tony. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guess, guess, guess what's, hey, your honor, guess who's not out of order? Me and you. We're here. We're, we're here in order. And you know who else is in order? The fans, everybody who's listening to this podcast. That's right. Yeah, there, there is no, everything is sustained right now. Uh, Joe, Joe, I would like to call a, a guest witness, a surprise witness. Okay. Uh, I do not object. <laughs> Good. It's, it's our listening audience. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, to yet another exciting episode. Yeah. Hello to all of our witnesses. That's now oh, what we, yeah, that's we'll what we call, call our audience. audience. <laughs> well, they're certainly observing something. Yes. <laughs> they're certainly observing something. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I'm so happy that everybody's here because we've got an amazing episode to talk about this week uh, of Matlock TV's feisty or elderly lawyer <laughs> who knows all the right moves to get, to get you yeah. out, of, out of a jam. So the episode we're going to be talking about this week is called The Affair, another scandalous episode of Matlock. Uh, the Affair, it premiered, Joe, October 7th, 1986. Yeah, and this is uh, episode three from season one. And uh, Tony has the uh, Wikipedia entry here that was written by us. We are the number one, number two Matlock experts. And right. uh, we have uh, rewritten... All of the Wikipedia entries, uh, they were pretty bad before. They were. Uh, Tony and I have gone in. They were just from the TV guide that really doesn't tell you very much. Tony and I have gone in and rewritten them all and really gone to battle to keep them in there. It's, it's been difficult with all those episodes, keeping all these Wikipedia entries in there. The, it's strange because you and I are the number one or number two Matlock fans, yet there's some yeah. administrator out there. Right. I don't know if it's somebody at Wikipedia headquarters uh-huh. com or what. But like they're constantly reverting it back to the old the TV guide description, which, like you say, was like three lines. Like Matlock helps person, yeah. like, not helpful at all. Right. You know. Whereas we put a little bit more detail, a thought into it to try to yeah. get a reader hyped up to go check the episode out. Yet there's some bozo. I'm excuse my language. Some bozo. You can say it. Back. You can say it. I mean, that person is a bozo, and honestly. You know, I mean, it's a, it's like a full-time job just trying to update all these, you know, there's a lot of episodes of Matlock and, you know, Tony and I typically run into computer issues. It's no secret. You, you got me. <laughs> we are not, you know, tech savvy guys. Okay. No, no. I was, I was, yeah. I was messaging my mother-in-law this morning asking her how mm. to, how to back up uh, some pictures off of my phone. I'll admit right. it. Yeah. You're always running out of data on your phone. <laughs> it's free. Sp- I see. This is the problem is I like to save. 
I, I, I never know where exactly on my phone I'm going to find the, the, the image I'm looking at. So I'm always saving the image. My, I had a friend show me how to save an image on my phone and now I just can't stop. I save literally anything I see. I, I have to top, tap it, hold down on it, save on it. Just right. save it, save it to the camera roll. And then my, ca my camera roll currently has over 57,000 pictures in it. Wow. And it just locks up constantly. I can't do anything with it. I don't yeah. know what to do. I've, uh, I remember when we went on our trip to Atlanta together, walked by a lot of the Matlock landmarks. Just walk by it. I, yeah, I kept, I kept asking you to take my picture. And you'd say, hold on, I have to delete one. And then you would you kind of stand there for 30 minutes kind of scrolling through your camera roll, trying to figure out which one to delete and saying, well, I can't delete. No. And then you're really, it's a really struggling. It's hard. It's hard to let go of, of a lot of them. Cause again, like I say, I don't know when I'm going to, I don't have a good visual memory. So if I see something, there's a chance I may not know what it is later unless I have a picture of it. So <laughs> lots of, uh, uh, that I'm always trying to delete stuff off of. So, uh, this Wikipedia thing is just really hard. Yeah, it's, it's been difficult uh, with, you know, because Tony and I don't understand copy and paste. Um, so we are, we are retyping these uh, every single time. I have a, my keyboard is busted. Well, yours is, you have that, yours, you've worn all the letters off of your keyboard. That's right. And so I keep, falling, I keep well, I keep, I keep falling asleep on it. <laughs> well. I told you and, you need to eat more. <laughs> you can't just you, you, anyway. You don't, but, but yeah. So all of your key, the, you and you're a hunt and pecker. Like you don't know how to. You know, we didn't take typing classes in high school, uh, you or I. So we we just got to just that one at a time. And I don't know where my U is, and I don't know where my G is, and um, right. That so, yeah. So what what I do is I have a a picture i have the box um that my keyboard came in and <laughs> i prop it up next to my keyboard so i can go okay so, so smart You're all right so, smart. so the a is here it's the second one into the okay and then i and i move on to the next letter and i have to do this for hundreds of wikipedia entries <laughs> every night right it's a lot i it's a lot you're so lucky though that you kept your box because I yeah <laughs> I threw mine away. I took a picture of mine. It's on my phone, uh, but I had to throw the box away. Uh, I've had to throw yeah. You have too many boxes. <laughs> well, it's a problem. <laughs> but anyway, so here's the Wikipedia entry that we spent a lot of time on. Yeah, forgive uh, the typos. So excuse us for not being spelling guys. You know. Anyway, this is from October 6, 19, I'm sorry, October 7, 1986, The Affair. With the encouragement of Charlene, who used to go out with her son, a woman asks both Matlock and Charlene to take the case of the Spanish maid, Sonia Cardenas, who was accused of killing her husband, Richard <gasps> Ward, leaving Ben worried. Christina says her husband was a womanizer. The woman was another one of his dalliances and that she wants to make it public. Tyler also follows the man who was once Sonia's boyfriend, who was later hospitalized with broken bones and a concussion. Matlock wants to know who killed the patriarch as Matlock primarily focused on the family, which includes the woman who hired him 
hand his son. And I think that, so that's the entry. I think that yeah. pretty much wraps the episode up. For anyone who hasn't seen the episode, <laughs> that explains it perfectly. Yes, that, absolutely. That sets the whole, it and, sets the whole episode up. Hmm? Yeah, and, and Tony and I definitely take some liberties too when we write this. Um, it wasn't explicitly said that Mr. Rodriguez had broken bones and a concussion <laughs> in the episode, but... Uh, Tony and I were able to consult with some friends that we have in the medical profession, and uh, we were able to recreate what happens is Mr. Rodriguez gets hit by a 1956 Thunderbird, um, and we were able to kind of recreate the speed at which the car was at, as well as uh, the approximate weight and size of Mr. Rodriguez, and say, okay, well, what would happen here? And uh, what we determined is there would be broken bones and a concussion. It, it, we really got pretty thorough with it. We wanted to make sure that it was accurate before. We wanted mm. to make sure that we weren't lying on Wikipedia. That's the biggest scumbag move I think you can do. Exactly. And that's, nowadays, yeah, is to right. tell a lie on Wikipedia. So we spent a lot of time, money, resources, burned mm. a couple bridges along yeah, the way. Yeah, lost a lot of friends that day. <laughs> so we could uh, re uh, kind of reenact this this hit and run that occurs in this episode. Mm. I mean, I'm still paying off the hospital bills, but I think it was worth it because we got we got the uh, we got the answer we needed. Yeah, Tony, you were in a full-on body cast for a couple months. They didn't. They said it wasn't necessary, but I was. I kind of insisted. I was like, if we were gonna do it, cast me up all the way. Yeah. How often do you get that opportunity to just right. be super helpless, a thousand percent helpless? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm better now. I feel great. I feel good. I'm starting to walk yeah. again. That's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, your uh, your arms are um, so skinny. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Joe. They're a little smelly too. They're a okay. little ripe. <laughs> so they, I've lost. Yeah, I lost a lot of skin and a lot. They they don't smell great. It's a problem. Um, well, we're we're good now. Uh, it was research well done. Um, and boy, what, what an exciting episode this was, episode three, The Affair. Again, um, we start the episode off with steamy, steamy sex. We have uh, Mr. Ward sneaking off from his wife in the bed to go to his maid's room to have an affair, uh, to have sex with the maid. And he is sneaky. He's sneaking it for a snack. Is, you know, yeah, goes downstairs. Uh, I, this is something interesting about this is that he... Uh, I'm I'm kind of worried, Joe, that I need to buy a robe. I feel like yeah. a lot of television shows, mm. especially in Matlock, a lot of murders and things happen, and uh, there's a lot of business with a robe. Agreed. The robe is either getting put on, and I don't own one, and I'm I'm just very worried that there's going to be an occasion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear a noise in my house, and well, instead of like, yeah, I'm going to need to I need to get, need to get the robe on first before I can properly investigate what the sound. Well, is. Tony, you know me, and any time that you visited my house, um, I'm always finishing tying up my robe as I answer the door, and as you come in. So you know that I'm already robed up, and I'm I am concerned that you don't have a robe. I don't usually like I usually I don't usually like things that go down to my knees. I don't like, you know what I mean? I don't like clothes that go down to, I like, I mean, pants, of course, but you know what I mean? That's like, right. No, I, I, I remember that. You refused to wear that airbrush t-shirt at that funeral I invited you to. <laughs> it's a 
<laughs> it just makes me uncomfortable when something that I'm wearing on my, that something that's also touching my shoulders is also mm -hmm. like brushing lightly against my knees. It makes me, it, I, I feel, it makes me, believe it or not, it makes me feel claustrophobic. So I don't know if I would like a robe. So Mr. Ward, the robed man is murdered in the back, right, right about when he's trying to get in bed with his uh, maid. And so we have our murder. So after the murder, police arrive, obviously. They've got the whole house kind of roped off, uh, you know, asking questions. Again, typical rich household. These people don't like being inconvenienced. They've got, you know, they got to sit around and make money. So the fact that these police are talking to them and that this woman's husband has just been murdered, she could not be more annoyed that the right. police are wasting her time talking to her. Very anyway, annoying. she shoes him out says, all right, get out of here, cop. We'll figure it out later. He walks outside, and then the maid walks up holding the bloody knife. Yeah. We have an instance yet again where somebody has been set up for a crime that they did not commit. That's right. Because they picked up a bloody murder weapon. I mean, it just goes to show you, Tony, I mean, if someone is holding the murder weapon, it does not mean that they committed the murder. That's true. Um, that's, that's often true. what we assume is all it takes. But sometimes you need more evidence than that. Joe, the justice system is very complicated. And, the, and so yes. it's in, it, there's lots of ins and outs. There's lots of things that you, there's lots of exceptions to, me, to be made. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why you need an experienced lawyer like Matlock navigating these complicated waters to get to the bottom of this thing. Cause otherwise, you know what, this poor girl is going to go to jail for the rest of her life. Uh, unless somebody comes to her aid and helps her out of this jam because she couldn't leave well enough alone to leave a bloody knife where she right. found it instead of picking it up and wandering all over creation with it, waving it around. <laughs> uh, and now the cops have guns in your face and you're, you're acting right. shocked. Yeah. Just leave it where you found it, people. So the cops found their suspect, the maid, right? All makes sense. It all fits together perfectly, doesn't it, Tony? Murdered, nice murdered in the maid's room, and here's the maid with the knife. Oh, if only it were so easy, Rhode Island police. Did I mention that we're in Rhode Island for some reason? Um, so now... <laughs> So we now go to Matlock, who is leaving his office. He is done for the day, and he is ready for the weekend. Um, and he is going to go home and clean out his attic. Um, and Charlene stops him and says, hey, Ben or Dad, uh, I have a case for you, my friend. She explains it to him, and he is very excited about it, even though he really wants to clean out his attic. He makes a big deal about you know, he's done with his day. He's had a hard, long day, you know, a long, hard day. I'm going to go home and clean out my attic because that's how old men relax is they pick things up from one side of the room and they move it to the other and they organize it. And if they find something they don't like, they throw it away. Yeah. And Tony, I have to say this fits in really nicely into my uh, conspiracy narrative. Oh, yes. Um, that I was, I was wondering if you were going to bring this up. Yep. Yes. Uh, that Matlock is not a lawyer. He is take it, He's a very rich man who has lost his mind. And uh, to keep him sane, uh, they have built a very elaborate world for him in which he is a uh, brilliant lawyer and everyone is a paid actor around him. Uh, Charlene is his caretaker. 
And him saying, I'm going to go home and clean my attic was them realizing, uh-oh, he's starting to realize what's going on upstairs in his brain. Let's, yeah. let's distract him with this trip to Rhode Island and this other case. So, so yeah, you think what he said, what, what he was, you think that these, whoever these people are, whoever's ever running yeah. the simulation, mm-hmm. you think that the, like his, like their facade is starting to crack and he's starting to notice yes. things. And, exactly. And so he, Okay. I think, yeah, the cleaning the attic, he's starting to, like, break free of the the, the spell. Yeah, the programming, whatever they've, whatever they've, they've, they're running on him. He's starting, he's starting to, like, like wait, wait a minute, something ain't right here. Exactly. So, and again, so, so your theory is, like, that they're just trying to keep him safe, that, the, you know what I mean, like, this is a, this is a simulation for him to stay alive. Well, you know, like, he, he's a, he's a rich old man with uh, passcodes in his head. Um, and they're trying to get to the passcodes. This, this is, this is. I mean, this is a very interesting theory. You're slowly kind of roping me in on it here. Uh, I mean, I, like I say, I'm not all the way there yet. But, but what you say is very compelling. There's some days I feel like I might be Matlock stuck in a simulation. You know, mm. I guess my only worry is that you, 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 you get really, and I don't want to say. Uh, hooked or, or too wrapped up, but you love the minutia and the details. And I'm just afraid that you're going to get researching this and go too deep. And, and you're going to go down some rabbit holes, go on to some places on the internet where you maybe shouldn't be going. I've already clicked into some things that, you know, I, I went a little bit too far and the cybersecurity thing came up at the library. Ooh, and that's uh, always embarrassing. Yeah, I went a little bit too deep and a big alarm went off on my computer. Uh, yeah, and uh, the librarian had to come over and ask me to leave. Well, I, what happens when I get stuck on a, or when I stumble across a, a, a bad web page is, is um, I just click the little line at the top of the browser and then the, er, the window where I'm looking at, I just click that little straight line and then the, pa- the whole window goes away and then you're safe. But I've noticed, I've noticed when I do that, it keeps popping up. Like anything affiliated with it keeps, hmm. I, I don't know. Hmm. I, 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 yeah, I close, I mean, I close all my websites. <laughs> you should, you should close all your websites because, because um, yeah. <laughs> if you, I mean, because like I say, it, it can only affect you if you can see it. Once you True. make that window, it kind of, mine kind yeah. of like droops down, like slides down. Yeah, uh, mine makes a noise like that too. It does, it does, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called I have minimize. All my, I have all my sound settings <laughs> turned way up. Uh, you spent a long time too, like re-recording them. And so, but yeah, it just, it's called minimizing. If you minimize the window, mm. then you've basically closed it and it can't right. affect anything anymore. So mm. like if the librarian is, is like, what's going on here? You can be like, nothing. I didn't do nothing. I'm not doing nothing. And then just get out of there. I'm not, I'm not quick enough. I'm not quick enough. <laughs> those librarians are fast. They're so well, those, fast. Those library mouses are jacked up. They're so <laughs> slow. It's still the ball. There's pieces missing from the, it's not a perfect circle anymore. It's kind of. Uh, They're always really dirty too. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the librarians are always super busy with their card catalog. So I don't know that they're necessarily yeah. maintaining all the, all the, all the mice on the, on the computer. So it's something I, I can complain about next time I go. I'll, okay. 
it'd be good if yeah it'd be good if we tag team them on that because if it's if it's always if it's always me you know they they start to think oh right you know what we should do maybe this saturday let's go right as they open let's be the first ones in there so that they can start their day knowing how bad they messed up oh we can tell them immediately the first thing uh, first thing in the morning Mm-hmm. about how terrible the, the mouse main, maintain maintaining their mouse's maintenance right. mouse i think is. first we should make a really big show of not being able to use uh the mice and uh maybe fake a wrist injury <laughs> and maybe, you could yeah. you could rush over to help me yeah oh you dress up like as as a doctor <laughs> Well, I can't wear the long coat though, because it'll rub against my knees, and I'm not gonna like it. Okay, you can tuck it in. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. This is good. This is good. Uh, so yeah, you've got this theory that, I, like I say, I think that you just need to be careful about pulling the wrong threads. Do you know what I mean? I I, I don't think it's something that we should discount. No. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be careful. And this isn't a conspiracy show, and, and I, but I, I just wanted to bring it up. So now we see Matlock go to the very very rich house of where the murder happened he's flown to rhode island which of course in uh, is always shown just by a insert of a plane flying uh to let the audience know he did not drive there he flew there and matlock is he's just not having all this richie richie rich man business he does not like this these fancy fancy boys and fancy gals no matlock's from the street you know what i mean matlock's one of us you know he doesn't right he gets a lot of his business from kind of the elite, the upper class, you sure. know, that's where his livelihood is made, but he doesn't want to associate with that. He'd rather be out cleaning his attic out with the rest of us, normal people, you know, regular folks. So yeah, he's real put off by this whole scene, this rich house, you know, being flown out there to check it out. Everything's made mm-hmm. of sterling silver, very yeah. polished. Yeah. Everything. And Matlock's kind of making fun of it, you know. He's kind of yeah, making yeah. facial expressions, like, "Oh, what a lot are you of a, eye rolling? Yeah, are you a butler? What's that about? What? What's going on? I have to wear what? A formal dinner? You want me to get dressed up for dinner? Like, and guess who shows up? Tyler. Tyler. Tyler alert. Tyler alert. Tyler, uh, famed investigator to the you know to the yeah. stars. That's right. Uh, uh, probably recently off a huge financial loss uh, from episode two. He's he been, a bunch of stock. Yeah, he's been financially ruined. So, uh, but yeah, Tyler's there now. Tyler's there to do yep. some legwork for Matlock. Uh, he needs to find this person that could maybe uh, work as an alibi for the maid who has been accused of murder. Um, so Tyler kind of hits the streets looking for. Yep. He uh, finds this- him. Yeah. yeah, he finds him. He finds Mr. Rodriguez, who we alluded to before, is uh, the man who gets hit by a car. But we'll get we'll get right. to that later. Um, and uh, like like all good investigators, he immediately spots Mr. Rodriguez and shouts, "Hey, I want to talk to you from uh, <laughs> fifty feet away." And for some reason, I don't really understand why Mr. Rodriguez gets scared and runs. <laughs> I he I don't understand why anybody would get spooked by somebody screaming at you to yeah. stop. I need to talk to you. Right. Like that doesn't. 
I, I'm interested to see what yeah. they have to say. Okay. Call me crazy. Yeah, you know? I actually run towards people when I when I hear that. <laughs> Did you say something? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I several times a day, I'm just like, "Did you call my name?" And right. Like, no. Yeah. Excuse me. You know, like so. But uh, uh, but yeah, so he calls them out. So we got ourselves, and guess what, guys? We got ourselves a little good old fashioned foot chase. Oh, this is so exciting! I mean, this is the kind of action that a lot of Matlock fans uh, tune in for um, is uh, when Tyler gets, goes on these foot chases. Um, there was fence jumping. There was boxes and alleys. Yep. 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 I, I, I've never, have you been, are you good at jumping fences? I've never been able to clear one ever. I've never jumped over a fence. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good uh, getting the first leg up there. Right, right. It's right. the second leg that's it's always been a bit of a problem for me. I've I've been snagged quite a, <laughs> yep. quite a few. Oh times. yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Um I can't I my problem is, is I don't have the upper body body strength to like like kind of pull myself up to even get the leg up. So mm-hmm. I'm basically what happens is I'm generally standing at the fence holding it. I and right. I just and I don't know what to do next. I don't have the ability to kind of throw myself over it. So yeah, but Tyler, I've, man, he, he yeah, I've, leap over I've seen thing. you just kind of throw your head over the fence. You try well, to I'm just kind of hoping that the momentum will just carry yeah, the rest of it. Right, lunge at it. So um, not that we've jumped a lot of fences, but we get into our we get into some we've, scrapes. We've gotten into some foot chases. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tyler chases this guy down, chases Mr. Rodriguez right into a bar. Uh, and guys, guess what this bar has? A pool table. What? Yeah, like all bars, a pool table right there. Boom. Um, right as you walk in, which wouldn't be annoying to players of pool at all. No. You have to constantly be getting out of the way for these people. And trying to that's right. And this is a tough guy bar. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. there is oh, a yeah. guy, there's a guy in a hard hat. He's wearing his hard hat. He's not on the clock. <laughs> Um, but he is still concerned about uh, things falling on his head. Like Safety. you say, it's a, it's a tough guy bar. It's a rough bar. So yeah. this guy is either knows something's going to go down at this bar at any minute. So he wears his hard hat at all times <laughs> to make sure that should there be any. Because, hey, I don't know. Guess what happens in a lot of bar fights? Bottle gets broken over your head. Mm-hmm. Guess who's not going to fall for that? This guy. Because he's wearing his construction hat. That's right. And there are some interesting characters. There is a uh, a guy in a, a jean vest uh, with a very asymmetrical, bizarre, flat mullet. I don't think I've ever seen a mullet more flat than that. I mean, literally flat. Like, does not go. <laughs> does not do anything. Like. Like it just yeah. didn't have any any of the personality that a regular it, mullet would have. Yeah, it was the length in the back, but not the party. There was no right. It was just like a gathering in the back. Right, right. Yeah, there was no like a, a very not like a well dull, thought out. Mullet. A dull conference in the back. <laughs> Tyler gets out of there just in time, and now we're at the breakfast table next day guys here's something if you didn't know anything about matlock loves breakfast loves Loves breakfast breakfast. yeah and a lot of it 
<laughs> yeah. This isn't just, I'll just have a piece of toast and a cup of coffee on the way out the door. Uh-uh. Matlock wants to sit down several courses. Uh, how many eggs do you think that he made for Charlene? I think that he, he probably made two dozen eggs and I think he easily scooped a dozen eggs of a dozen scrambled eggs onto his daughter's plate. Like it was nothing. It was so much eggs. <laughs> so much egg. And that's again, he's a guest at these people's house. Yeah. He's right. working for them, but like mm-hmm. still like he proceeded to clean out their, you know, refrigerator to make this breakfast. And it's just him and Charlene hanging out by the tennis courts with this like big, full, huge breakfast. I mean, I, I mean, maybe it being a lawyer is hard work. Maybe you got to have a good. Oh, well, for sure. Matlock is definitely going to need all of that fuel for the energy yeah. he's got about to burn in the second oh, yeah. half of this. Oh yeah. Um, but I have to say, I, seeing that i am concerned about his health it's um, not you really don't need to be eating that many eggs <laughs> yeah it's a lot um it's kind of unfair i would say to chickens to to expect that much from them in a day is is not really fair i mean this is what we this is what we've been talking about is that i think if if the chickens would unionize they would be in such a better of such a better spot you know, financially and obviously socially and mental for mental health reasons. You can't be asking chickens to be performing that way. Yeah. Well, they, you know, it's, it's a problem because, you know, as soon as you introduce a union to chickens, they of course come up with their own pecking order and, you know, you get in a whole problem with that. (laughs) Well, and then the whole thing's going to turn rotten. Yeah. Sure. Well, there's always a rotten egg with, you know. There is. You're right. You're there's right. always. What's the name of their union again? Do you remember? Yeah. The... Oh, I remember. That's it, Bogachevitz? no. I thought it was the, uh, I thought it was the KFC 109. <laughs> 109 union. Yeah. We need to take a break here um, and get a word in from our sponsor. Hey, guys. I just wanted to let all of you know that there are still tickets available for the Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2020. Guys, you're not going to want to miss this. Just a just a kind of reminder, it's going to be a 14 day 14 day 14 night cruise. <laughs> two at least 2 weeks with us, Joe and I on the Unlocking Matlock fan experience of your dreams um sailing through the west caribbean you know all the we're gonna hit up all the spots uh belize uh, honduras the cayman islands all that we're gonna be right in that beautiful beautiful ocean beautiful sky it's gonna be amazing also you know we're gonna have all kinds of activities planned we've got joe has a murder mystery that he's still trying to figure out um he's we've got all kinds of special guests that have not called me back um so i'm still waiting for for those those people to get a hold of me um i did however finally secure something that i've been working on for a long time i was finally able to book a musical act for the cruise now i don't know if any of you have been on cruises before 
there's always a couple guys that like float from the bar to bar or from deck to deck uh, playing. It's usually just some guy with a guitar or something or, you know, playing Hey There Delilah over and over again or something. You know, you've heard it once, you've heard it a thousand times, you, you know, not at this cruise. I have secured an amazing band. Um, they are world famous, world renowned. Um, it's a Dixie, I've guys, I've, I've got a Dixieland jazz band to come perform on the cruise. That's right, the same style of music that the Matlock theme is in. I've got one of the best Dixieland jazz bands to come on the cruise with us. Um, I can't wait for you guys to hear the Wilmette, Illinois Community College Dixieland Jazz Preservation Society. They are one of the best Chicagoland Dixieland jazz bands that you are ever gonna hear. Um, guess what guys there's not only do they have actual records but they have world records is what uh the band leader told me uh wonderful guy by the name of connie um uh he says that their band boasts 16 trumpets get this 16 trumpets 14 cornets eight trombones 16 clarinets as well plus you got your tuba you got your banjo you got your guitar your drums your big there's a lot of them guys That's this is that's very loud, Tony. You know I have very sensitive ears. Well, but like, but the Matlock theme is big, man. This yeah, is brassy, big, I know. I just, like, do you think they could the... play it soft? Well, I, that's not really a, a staple of Dixieland jazz. Okay. Though. Dixieland jazz is usually just an assault on your senses of just being <laughs> the, the loudest music All possible. Right. Okay. All right, that's fine. But I mean, I know you're a big fan of music, so I, I really hope you would like well, this. Um, but so, but another thing I've done too is is I've hired them to play the Matlock theme. Of course, they're busy learning it. Connie said they were going to spend all their time learning the Matlock theme from now until then. Um, and so, but I'm only hiring them to play the Matlock theme. So for 14 days, I don't want to hear any of that other Dixieland jazz garbage. I just want to hear the Matlock theme. Um, because that because Dixieland jazz uh, anyway, but yeah, Dixieland jazz is a little rough sometimes. But anyway, it's gonna be great, guys. Everywhere you go, everywhere we go on the ship, when we're eating, when we're having breakfast, lunch, dinner, when we're at the bar, when we're dancing, when we're having a great time, we're gonna get to hear the Matlock theme as big, as loud, as brassy as possible. I cannot wait to do this with you guys. Tony, um, I'm a little worried about all that noise and what what it's gonna do with my inner ear. Well, I, I can, I mean, I'm sure they have earplugs or something. We can, we'll figure it out, Joe. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Okay. Maybe someone that they, maybe someone in there, kind of in their, in their group will be able to help us because um, we've actually, so part of the, part of the, the deal with them coming on the cruise is that they're going to have to bring their wives. Uh, they want to bring their families. They want to turn it into a family cruise. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we're looking at 40 plus members of the band. Now they're bringing their wives, their kids. Some of them have their parents they want to bring, their you know cousins and aunts. So the, the cruise line actually called me and said that we're now overbooked. And so between you and I and the and the band, uh, the band and the family, um, now yeah. I I have to unfortunately do a little bit of, of uh, finagling to kind of get the uh, to get more seats, more rooms. Well, but are the I mean, are the family members Matlock fans, Tony? I mean, are unlocking Matlock fans? I mean, how... I, you know, I don't believe so, because he didn't even really know what I was 
talking about when I was what? talking to him on the phone. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's fine. He'll learn. They'll learn the theme. It's going to be all well, right. I don't. I don't want to do the whole cruise with people that don't know who we are, or what Matlock is. I mean, I, yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, it's 14 days. Surely we'll get to know each other over the 14 days. And by the by the end of it, we don't know our names by the end of it, probably. You're saying we're just going to have to try to win them over on this? Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. is it that I mean, out of the question? Is it that out of the question? I mean, it's gonna... sold out. That's good news. I mean, that's that's what we <laughs> wanted. Yep, this guy's the cruise is sold out. Um, I I am working hard with. I have hired another uh, um, crew, another travel agent to try to secure mm-hmm. more rooms on the cruise. Uh, so I'm waiting to hear back from them. Um, I've sent out a couple of uh, emails that I drafted, and I've not gotten any replies <laughs> back at all. Um, I'm still waiting on on the replies. I don't know that I necessarily put enough. Yeah, no one's Post responding. Return. No one's responding to my drafts either. <laughs> no, it's sitting right there. Yeah. I'd be like, email done, draft. The draft is there. It's ready. It's drafted. I've drafted it. Send it. Like, why aren't you? Why isn't anybody responding to me? Right. I ran into a pickle the other day because I was trying to. I was drafting an email, and you know what I like to do, Joe, is I like to draft it in um, this program. Have you ever heard of this program, uh, Printmaster Gold? Yeah. I, I drafted in Printmaster Gold, and then I, I usually print it out and then scan it in my scanner, mm-hmm. and then I take that nice. JPEG and I attach it to the email, and then Ooh, in the slick. draft. Very yeah, slick. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah. I have lost my product key for Printmaster Gold. <laughs> oh, dang it. I don't it. know if it expired, because it's an older program. Well, you threw out the box. I knew I shouldn't have thrown out the box, but I was, again, I'm trying to declutter like Matlock was, and I tossed the box, and now I don't have my product key anymore. I told so you collapse was, the box, Tony. I thought you meant collapse like, like, like ball it up, like ball it up, uh, collapse it into a trash, and throw it in the trash yeah. can. So yeah, so I have not yet heard back from this new, this new travel agent, but she's going to work on hopefully getting us some more seats on the cruise, because the cruise is fully booked. Between me and Joe and the rest of this Dixieland jazz band from Chicagoland area, um, there are no more seats on this. Cruise. Well, am I, am I still? So, so I was I was hoping to bring my parents. Are, are there are there are there still? Yeah, I'm, okay. I, that's something I, when she, when she replies back to my to the draft when I get another when I, she CCs me back yeah. I will uh, that's one of the first questions I'm gonna ask her Joe I'll ask her I'm like Joe wanted to bring his mom and dad is that okay right if they come so okay. um we'll figure it out man we'll figure it out we got lots there's I mean I mean we we still got time it's gonna be fine but anyway as soon as I get those secured I'm gonna send out the link to everybody to check out the link to, to book more seats because you guys are not going to want to miss this cruise. It's going to be fabulous. The Unlocking Matlock Fan Fest Cruise 2020. You're going to want to be there um, or, or don't make me send a subpoena to come get you. <laughs> yeah. That's great, Tony. Um, this this cruise is going to be so much more than I ever imagined. What a, what a great immersive experience of having uh, the theme song there at all times, kind of an omnipresent sort of. <laughs> kind of like this real Duces Machnia, like just constantly around us, like just playing. Yeah. All the time. Just yeah. being in that environment, I mean, I I can just really uh, 
it's something that people will really be able to sink their teeth into. I'm really excited for that. Uh, so let's jump back into uh, season one, episode three, The Affair. So we had just um, uh, left the pajama cross-examination on the stand. And we are now back. And Matlock is now going back to that bar that Tyler got ran out of. Um, and he's going to go look for Mr. Rodriguez. He is going to go find him because he has some questions for him. Because uh, it's what's really going to bust this case wide open. Right. Matlock, uh, Tyler tried. Tyler wasn't able to get the right information that Matlock needed. Matlock doesn't give up that easy. Matlock is a crusader. He's out there on the street. He, he, he has a client who's innocent. He's going to try to help her the best he can. He's going back to this bar as dangerous yep. and seedy as it might be. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got, Joe, they got a pool table. I they mean, got a pool table. They got a construction worker. Um, watch out. Look out. So he goes back to the bar to, to solicit information from this Mr. Rodriguez. And this guy's just not giving him anything still. He yeah. offers to buy him a drink. And this guy still says, no. no. I mean, that's a tough cookie. That's yeah. a tough cookie. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know, I know with me, somebody offers to buy me a drink. I'm spilling all the beans. <laughs> it's, I mean, you, yeah. you give up information really easy. And it's not even like an alcoholic drink. They're just like, oh, did you want a cup of water? You're just like, yeah. I stole money out of my mother's purse when I was 10. That's like, right. You, you just immediately, it's like a dam has busted open. Yeah, I give it up pretty quick. You do. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's endearing. I mean, like I say, it's useful sometimes, but sometimes, mm -hmm. man, you let some wild stuff slip. Like, like well, like you're going to have to keep it under wraps if you're going to start pushing this conspiracy. You know, well, I've, conspiracy. I've just made it really difficult for people because I've, I've told them more than they really need to know um and it's it's a lot of responsibility now for these people to have to hold on to that information and not spread it so i, I really have been quite a burden to most of the people who have ever bought me a drink but uh mr rodriguez is not like that at all no nope, he does not he give it up nope nope so he says uh you know what i don't want nothing to do with you matlock yeah and he leaves the bar but tyler still tells him right Yep, and Tyler right. follows him to a to a meeting location where he goes to meet the killer. Yeah, he goes so so he leaves the bar. He goes to to meet up with what we assume is this person that that is kind of making him keep so quiet. That's not making him talk. Tyler follows him. This guy gets hit by a car. This car comes out of nowhere and just plows into him, runs him down, mm -hmm. barrels right into sure him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with this murder. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looked very intentional. Like, it wasn't and just like, oh, I bumped, yeah, I bumped into you. Like When Tony and I recreated this scene in our back alley, it was very important that Tony be as scared as possible uh, because Mr. Rodriguez is fleeing. So... I had to do. I had to do it for real when I drove into you. Yeah, you um, really, you really did. Like you wanted to. You wanted to because he did. He, Mr. Rodriguez, clearly didn't know he was going to be hit by a car when he went there. So we basically right. had set everything up, and Joe was just like, he's like, you know, Joe was. He, he didn't tell me, but he was like, I'm not going to tell Tony when I do this. I'm not going to tell Tony. Why didn't he tell you that I was going to hit you? <laughs> you thought? I thought it was a dummy. I thought we were going to yeah. have a dummy. Well, like, yeah, we, we made one and 
I showed it to you and I said, okay, set it up. <laughs> and the next thing you know, yeah, I stepped I hear this on engine it. Engine rev up, who pedal to the floor, and then mm -hmm. I'm literally airborne in the air. He knocked, he ran me down just like Mr. Rodriguez in this episode. Yep. I mean, this thing just went right through me, just took me down like a sack of potatoes. And I hit the ground and I was right. <laughs> I was like, I'm dying. Yeah, we had a you good laugh. Over. You were good like, laugh, that was but... great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that was perfect. Uh, anyway, yeah, you like, can see my... it. You can see it um, on my website, uh, dirty, dirty dash cams crash dot com. As you guys know, I, I have a dash cam, uh, pretty popular site of just all the different things that I've encountered. Um, and this this is definitely one of my most popular videos on dirty dash cam. It, it, I think it had the most views last time I checked. Um, <laughs> but the problem is, is that it's like the only exciting one, Joe. Like your other dash cam videos are like you at the drive through or yeah, I do. I do have a lot of videos. Yeah. I do have a lot of videos of me um, getting out of my car at the drive through and uh, ordering <laughs> standing in front of my car and ordering anyways. Well, yeah. uh, so that our experiment went Just great. Yeah. Yeah. It went great. It went great. It, we, we got exactly the information we needed by recreating this accident not accident, this intentional hit and run yeah. that Mr. Rodriguez has put through. Um, so now Matlock is in another jam because this man was his client's alibi. And now this man is bruised and broken getting run over by this car. So now he doesn't know what to do. They're back in court. He really doesn't have anything to kind of go off of and something that we did not mention this entire episode, really, is that there are two gross sons. There's a stepson and a biological son, and they suck. So kind of they, the whole time you're wondering, well, which shitty son did it? <laughs> um, you're, you can be pretty sure it's, it's, there's a really rich one who is gross and it's, uh, is friends with Charlene and is coming on to her constantly. Uh, he's sitting by her bedside as she's sleeping, wait, waiting for her with a bottle of champagne. Um, and then there's a, the biological son who is very aggressive, comes in very hot into every situation, yelling at people. Definitely seems like he's capable of murder. Um, right. So the rest of the episode kind of plays out, well, which piece of shit son did it? <laughs> right. What, what total garbage of a human, garbage human being yeah. did this murder? Uh, Matlock has also uncovered that another possible alibi or uh, for Sonia, which is Sonia has a daughter that Matlock finds. And yeah, she has a daughter who's in the country illegally and who uh, the brother, the biological brother has been blackmailing uh, her saying that he'll go to the authorities and say that she shouldn't be in this country. So that's why Sonia it, uh, took the fall for the murder. And she points to Daniel in court. She's not afraid anymore. Matlock's on her side. She's got the best lawyer in the country on her side. That's right. That's right. Matlock is there to help her out. Um, you know, points it out, says, this is the guys that made me take the rap. He killed, the, he killed his own father because he was embarrassed by 
all the cheating that his father did, wanted to teach him a lesson, so he killed him. And then immediately, like all Matlock episodes, the case is dropped. Yeah, the case is dropped. We have a juror. Uh, it's some for some reason involved. Matlock solved the case. And now this idiot. Uh, such morons. Who didn't spend a single day in law school. Not one. Comes out and goes, uh, uh, not guilty. Uh, I don't think she's guilty after hearing all the evidence. You know who gave you all the who evidence? Who cares? Yeah. Who Matt cares Lock what you think? Yeah. Matt Lock did it. Idiot. He solved it. Sitting there. You remember how sweaty he was, too? He's just <laughs> a sweat. Disgusting. Because who the, who the hell would be like, I volunteer to be on a jury and sit in a room with a right. bunch of other people and just sweat my sweat my ass off because the ac is broken in this courtroom i'm just gonna sit and hmm, hmm, listen to all this evidence uh, hmm, let, me, a- let me sit in one of those rooms with with five fans with the little streamers coming out of them and and hmm, hmm, let me let me sit in there and, and sweat and dab my brow and say i think he did it oh, oh oh my goodness thank goodness all these fans are in here what's what's henry fonda doing walking around lecturing me about whether or not he did it or not what do i know i'm just a stupid juror oh, i'm an idiot so stupid joe oh yeah anyway I would, so this i would never be on a jury ever i know well that's because we're smart guys and because we understand the ju- the judicial system and how useless and what a waste of time it is to be in a jury exactly plus we're not technically citizens of the united states <laughs> that's right tony and i we're both born in Montreal. <laughs> uh, we went to French finishing school together, and that's how we met. Uh, it's not something that we're proud of. We don't admit it uh, often. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. And don't give Joe. Oh. Don't ask Joe if Oop. he wants a drink because I've had a drink right away. <laughs> yes. Of just how French Canadian we actually are. Anyways. And uh, the last line in this episode, I, I love it. I'm probably going to butcher it because the poetry of the the writing on this show is tough for me to mimic sometimes. So beautiful. It's so beautiful. But he says, you know, they say a lot about the good old days, but these are the good old days. Uh, it's so true. I think we should get a, 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 a piece of wood and we should mm. get somebody to write in beautifully and very easy to read cursive. Not complicated cursive at all, but like the easy to read stuff mm-hmm. and get that quote kind of maybe, I don't know if it, they chisel it or laser it in or what. I think that would look so nice hanging in my kitchen. Yeah, I think I'd love to put that next to my big uh, word block sign that says home. <laughs> did you finally get all the letters for that? I did, yeah. The the E... Um, well, they sent me two O's by mistake. I mean, you had you put and both I, of them up, which I thought was funny. Well, I didn't notice for a while. No, but people would come in and they'd be like, "What? Is, what does that say?" It looked great though. That would look really nice yeah. in that whole little area you have with all your right. um, beautiful cursive things. Um, and now, this being an episode of Matlock, of course, we have our Don Knotts watch. 
Uh, Tony, now, was Don Knotts in this episode? Don Knotts did not appear in this episode. All right. Thank you so much, Tony, for that Don Knotts report. Maybe we'll see him in there at some point, not in this episode. I mean, now that Matt, Matt Locke is traveling, you know, now that we're yeah. seeing him in different states and different cities, you know, I'm sure that I'm, – I mean – there's a Don Knotts running wild somewhere in the United States. I, you know? I thought I might have saw him in one of the uh, background shots. Um, and mm. I, I did a freeze frame. Mm. And I uh, kept telling my TV to enhance. <laughs> did it work? Well, I just I kept walking closer as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I You know what you should try is that um, it's like that paper, that rubbing paper. Like you can, you can like. Carbon paper? Yeah, carbon paper. That's it. Trace, tracing car- paper. Yeah, tracing paper. Throw some tracing paper up against mm. the TV and just <laughs> trace. Next time you think you see him, trace it. Tra- that's as good as. I mean, it's as good as a as a regular picture. A tracing is as good as an actual piece of art and an actual picture. So, I think you should try that out next time you see him. Okay, great. I'll I'll get my tracing paper out uh, from up in my attic. <laughs> A lot of that, a lot of it's up there, and that, that's something I'm really am looking forward to doing this weekend. Is much like Matlock, it gave me a great idea. It's time to clean out the attic. It's really getting to be a lot. I mean, the memorabilia, Matlock memorabilia alone, I know is bogging us both down. We're weighing us both down. We got a lot. Yeah, we got a lot to to kind of root through and try to figure out what needs, what we can keep, what we can sell, what we can take on the on the cruise later this year with us. We've got lots of. I mean, it's a lot of work, but I, I mean, had Matlock not said in this episode that he needed to clean his attic out. I would have never thought of it. I yeah, just... that's right. And it's sort of, it's great words of wisdom at this time right now. It's, it's time to declutter. It's time to declutter your thoughts. It's time. You know, we should, you know what we should do, Joe? And maybe you can help me out with this is we could get a piece of wood, a big piece of wood. Mm. And maybe you could, I don't know if they chisel it or not, but we could get chisel in it. Now's a good time to clean out your attic. I love and that. We, we could hang it up. We could hang it up on your, on our wall. That yeah. would look so nice. I love. I, I mean, that's such a good, such a good sentiment. What you said. I don't. Now. I don't understand, Tony. Um, you know, you see this kind of artwork in people's homes. I go to the museum. I don't see anything like that. <laughs> Nothing. There's no. I go. No artwork. There's no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Where's Where's the framed word art? <laughs> and they uh, say. I see, I see no letters anywhere. Yeah. Where's Where's the um. Uh, warm sentiments uh, uh, on on a kind of a hazy background art. Right, right. Uh, I'm I'm grabbing volunteers at the museum, and I've kind of got my hands on both their shoulders, and I'm like, I do not see a single solitary shelf with assorted seashells on them anywhere in this right, house, right, in, in this museum. That's what's so great. We uh, talking to you about amazing pieces of art and episode three was was an absolute masterpiece a stroke of genius you know what the it would be if it was up to me it'd be in a frame hanging up in the in the lure and there'd be a little there'd be a little uh note card uh hanging next to it and i'd like to see it in the new york mets Ooh, yeah they're gonna have a good year i think i really do (laughs) yeah Um, they'd be all right well this matlock case is closed court is adjourned there is no more journeying you can journey yep. your way out of here you may all we all are recessed we're recessed everybody can can relax and recessed 
carry yeah. on with the day. Let's all shuffle out of the court single file if we if you can right and have a great rest of the day thanks yep. for listening everybody we love you guys <laughs> i love you so much